0: This is the
1: EVP Podcast.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the EVP Podcast. I'm Beaker.
2: And I'm Ghosted.
0: I'm DVO. And and we talk about ghosts. And stuff. And And stuff. The crackling is real. There you go. What? The kraken is real? The kraken is real. (laughs) It is. Release the kraken. It's real. It's real. Oh, so this week we're talking about some kind of a touchy subject, a little bit, uh, a lot of it. Um, but this week, um, first off, I want to thank Brandy for joining us last week and helping us yes. with the uh, bonanza. Dun, 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 dun.
2: Ghost and hoes, yo. Ghost and hoes. <laughs> we did have
0: a comment on YouTube about that. Okay. He, uh, I, I didn't have it. I'm not ready. We did have a comment, though. Um, <laughs> He said Guston Hose cracked him up, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) But while I'm looking that up, uh, real quick, we're going to be talking about. About? About, we're going to Japan this week. Yes. We're going to Aoki Gohora.
1: Oh, good job! I, I was looking at that like, how am I going
2: to try to say this?
0: I've been listening to several podcasts on the pronunciation, but now that you said it, I, I can definitely see that.
2: Well, don't you? Haven't you heard of that one DJ Steve Aoki? Yes, yeah, half of the word right there. That's true. Half are <laughs> Eokigahara. Eokigahara. Um, is right there. Aoki Gahara.
0: Aoki Gahara, which is—I'll tell you what that means in a second. Um, it means Gojira godzilla is all talking um, ghost and hose LOL hey I heard yes is what he said so okay. on the the one EVP okay. where yeah. um, did he do it where he said did he do it and I, I heard did and you guys heard yes uh, Chris on who commented on YouTube he also heard it say yes ah. um, now he said when you guys said murdered 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 I almost swallowed my toothpick you guys kill me LOL <laughs> smiley face cryy face Um I don't remember saying that, but apparently we did. Murder, murder,
2: <laughs>
0: and murder. Then, who? There was there was murder. <laughs> There's something afoot at the Circle K, um, <laughs> and our good friend Paul Welch also commented. Ah, uh, he just said he had footage of the investigation that he did at the Bonanza. Yes, um, he even has an interview that he did with the owner. Uh, that has not yet been released, according to him. But they are supposed to go back and film some more at the Delta, which is across the, the, street. Is across the street. Which is where the suicide same table. Yeah, same owner. It's where the suicide table originally was before it blew up.
2: And Paul actually sent me a link to the YouTube uh, video of them investigating. Oh, nice! I was going to ask if that's going to all be posted soon on his paranormal veracity.
1: He might have posted maybe, maybe, maybe our episode put pressure on him to hurry and put yeah, it out Yeah, hurry up, Paul. Come on. Get your shit together. Yeah, what are you
2: waiting on? I'll have to look at the, <laughs> the,
1: the time on that one. But Actually, I'll, sh- I'll I'll be more than happy to share that video or the link to, to the video.
0: Well, yeah, we'll share the link when we find it if we find it. No, it. We'll find it. He's got it. Share the link. Yes. On yeah. the social medias.
1: Yes. We do that stuff. More exposure for them. Yeah. In fact, uh, speaking of that, we were just speaking looking up. exposure? No. We were <laughs> being, speaking of being exposed, <laughs> we were just looking up the directions to Asylum 49. You were looking up on the good old Google Maps. Google Maps. And the first picture that came up was Paul Welsh's team <laughs> yep. as he investigated.
0: Paul Welch, our friend yeah. Corey, who used to work at the, uh, her mom used to own Leslie's family. Her mom was Leslie. She owned Family Tree Records. Yeah.
1: So, so that was the first picture that popped up when we were looking In at Google the, Maps on Google Maps to get the directions.
0: So if you want to see what Paul looks like, you'll Google we Maps should, it.
2: We should do a Google Maps review there today. Maybe we'll be the first. Thing. Oh, by the so way. Today? So
0: are we going there today? We're going there right after we record Actually, this episode. We're peace and out. alert alert. We're going. So next week's episode, guess what it's going to be? We're talking about Sasquatch. Um, yes. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> or, or it could be Asylum 49. <laughs> You have a 50-50 chance of getting it right on what we're going to record about next. But today, yes. Aoki Gohora. Yes. Which, it's it means blue tree meadow.
1: Yes.
0: Um, another nickname of it is Jukai.
1: That sounds so lovely. Blue tree meadow. Sounds lovely.
0: Jukai means sea of trees. Yes. Um, and, I mean, it's very lovely. It's a beautiful forest, from what I understand. It's, thick. Um, it's very. It's a thick forest. Uh, just northwest of Mount Fuji, in Japan and
2: it's actually uh, at the base
0: it is at the base northwest side of the and the cool thing about this fourth so in 826 i think it was uh 864 mount fuji exploded for uh, like yes i think it was like 10 days or something like that just it, it was erupting i think that's i've the, heard the last it time produced it, great apples though yes <laughs> uh, and water no that's fiji sorry um so it basically covered this whole area with lava, volcanic, volcanic rock. Magma. Magma. <laughs> liquid hot magma. <laughs> Have we? No. <laughs> um, yes. Magma, lava, rock. All on the ground. So that's is when you walk through this forest, this is what is on the ground. Lava rock. And then this amazing forest like, grew from this chaos. I don't get that.
1: I don't know how, like, lush places like Hawaii and, thing, and, and Japan and, and the Philippines all grow from volcanic
2: it's ash and rock. It's rich in minerals. It's yeah. good for the plants. It's I
1: know, like it's awesome. super... But, but, but I'm saying, it covers it in a hardens. So I, I think it's like a... It almost feels like a steel plate, right? Like, how's anything going to break through and grow out of it? But it does. It's super strong. Yeah, it's very strong. Super strong.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, if you were to be on top of Mount Fuji you just see like this whole i mean this is why they call it you know the blue tree meadow or the the nickname the jukai uh the sea of trees is just because it's just they're so packed in together you just see this like huge i think it's 13 square miles um this huge just like forest that everything is just so packed and tight together the trees grew so close together that when you're actually inside um there's no light there's like no light mm-hmm. and there's no wind there's hardly any animals that live in the forest.
1: I've heard that people go to explore. They try to tie, like, a rope to themselves so they don't get lost.
0: Yeah, they tie ropes to themselves or they'll tie, like, um, in one of the documentaries I was watching, they actually found there was a lot of, like, uh, like streamers-type stuff that they, they tie to one uh, the tree or, uh. like, painter's tape or they tie to a tree. It's like a marker. Yeah, and they, they leave a trail as they're going in yeah. the forest. Like, they highly recommend that you stay to the trails because you will get lost in this place if you wander off the trails. Um, it's that's just how massive this forest is and how densely populated the trees are. They're just so close together; like you're going to get lost if you don't follow the trails. Um, but uh, this place super haunted. Um,
2: and why is it? Super why is haunted? it haunted? Well, so
0: the nickname. If you don't know what, if you haven't figured out what we're talking about yet. Um, Aoki Gahora is the name of the actual forest itself. But to English speakers, it has been nicknamed the Suicide Forest. That's how I know it. Um, and that's how I knew out of it, too. Like, when we, when I picked this topic, I'm like, yeah, let's do yeah. the Suicide Forest. And I start doing the research, and it's like, oh, it's... Like,
1: oh, it has a name. Oh. <laughs> there's a real name. Right? Yeah, Aoki oh, it's, it's not called Suicide Forest? <laughs> no.
0: But so there's several, there's several um, theories uh-huh. as to why it's haunted. The first one is an old Japanese tradition that I believe you wanted to talk about, DVO. Yeah.
1: So this is called, and I don't know if I'm saying it right, sorry if I'm not, Ubasute. I believe so, that's right, that's
0: pretty. sounds so pretty close.
1: Ubasute is the mythical practice of senicide. Now I was like, what the heck is senicide? Because obviously we're talking about the suicide forest. Because I know the word, the, the, uh, what's it called at the end of the words? side side means suffix to kill. suffix yeah yes. side side means to put to death that to kill so it's like what is that so what it is is when an elderly relative is carried off into the mountain or some other remote location like a forest and just left there to die so I don't know if that means that they knew, like, okay, I'm kind of a burden. Just, just go ahead, and just take me out to the back <laughs> of the forest there, Pretty kill much. me, but just it's, forget about me. It <laughs> was like
0: it was like their version of like when grandma or grandpa grandpa's getting a little too old to take care of yeah. themselves, so you go put them in a home, uh, right? In Japan, they just you know they put you out, walk to you her. to the forest,
1: yeah, <laughs> walk the forests, um, and it was usually the women. And the, that's what they tell the, the grandkids. They you're going to take a little grandma out, to, out, to the, walk. out for a walk.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's like, I think they didn't want to feel like they were a burden to their family. Yeah, something honorable. Yeah. If times were very... tough on the family, it was just one less dependent the family had to worry uh-huh. about, so they would... Go out to the forest. It's, a, it's an
1: honorable thing. It's kind of like falling on their sword, right? Like, okay, I'm I'm not going to win this battle. You're not going to kill me. I'm going to t- I'm going to do it myself. So it's like falling on their own sword. It's kind of, like, hey, I know I'm more of a burden. Let's just go for a walk.
0: Let's well, see. Back in the day, like only samurai were really the ones that committed suicide. Yeah, like what you're talking about, falling mm-hmm. on the sword. Um, I can't Harry carry, Eric I don't think that's. I'm in the, your head. I got it. Yeah, <laughs> helter skelter. I think is what you're. No. Harry Carey? <laughs> Harry Carey. You know. Do you know that the moon isn't really made of green cheese? Are you talking about the Cubs guy? Harry Carey. Harry Carey. Hey, listen. If the moon was made of barbecue spare ribs, would you go there and eat That's it? It's like Harry
1: Carey and. and uh, um, Bill Cosby, that one. That was like a combo. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. I I used to do... I'd to have to watch Will Ferrell's impersonation. That's the best before I get it. <laughs> um, uh Yeah, so that has nothing to do with anything. But um, what was the... I can't remember what the term was when the samurai Harry killed no, It's not Harry <laughs> Carey.
2: Look it up. You look it up. You look it up. It's not it's Harry It's H-A-R-I-K-A-R-I. H-A-R-I. I don't know why i got to prove myself.
0: Right, <laughs> Okay. We'll we'll go with that. Okay, okay. Um, But yeah. So, I mean, you have all these old people that go out in the forest and they die.
2: (laughs) Ritual suicide by disembowelment practiced by the Japanese samurai or formally decreed by a court in lieu of the death penalty. (laughs) (laughs) Hadigadi!
0: Well, you know what? I was wrong. <laughs> Ghosty got it again. That's magic.
1: That's not <laughs> better than genocide. Genocide, yes. But I guess it was the it was the it was the honorable thing to do. Like, okay, just it was, they were like, "Hey, I know I'm kind of losing it. Let's play a game. Let's play hide and seek in the forest. Let's see if I can make it back here." <laughs> and I just like lay down. All right, that's it. So that was the, again. That was the practice of ubasute.
0: And well, so they think that. Um, and I'm probably going to say this wrong. Uh, Yuri, or Yuri, I think is the name of the, the Japanese ghost. It's like a... This is basically... So these, these elderly people are taken out there, left for dead. Um, they either die from the elements or from animals. Um, but they're said to come back as ghosts to haunt the forest. Because they're kind of not happy with the way they died, I'm assuming. Um, so that's one... One of the things that uh, kind of—I mean—it hasn't been historically documented. There is no actual evidence of this taking place in the forest. It's just in, in, like yeah, Japanese maybe in mythology. this particular like forest, but it's just in this forest something yeah. that did happen though. So it's it's kind of like folklore. Um, well,
2: they said that uh, when Destination Truth went there, they might have videotaped a URA.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. So that
2: that's a ghost. This, Yes,
0: so... That's cool.
2: So there's a lot of apparitions that have been talked about that have been seen there, of course, because of all the suicides. Why wouldn't there be, you know? Yeah. And uh, so apparently when Destination Truth was there, um, they they got something on camera that looks like a light anomaly. But, you know, it could have been a ghost, could have been, a, you know, they don't know. But they found something. They got something on camera.
0: Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Um, I would love to see that.
2: But, you know, when people do the, when they tie, uh, like put markers in the forest to to keep their way, mainly also because there's not a good GPS signal in there or phone signal in there. I can see that. Oh, yeah. All the lava rock. Well, yeah. The high uh, deposits of iron. Yes. So high iron deposits under because of the lava and then the heavy coverage of the tree, GPS signals, phone signals, they get pretty cut off in there.
1: Called the canopy.
2: Canopy under the canopy. Yes. So, yeah, they're kind of in this little. I don't know they're sun. sandwiched in between right, a right. no signal zone. <laughs> that makes sense. They're in
0: a dead zone. Yeah. So. Like, literally and figuratively. Yes, I like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they put these, they make their path that way. That way, they can't. God, I bet hunting Pokemon would be hard in there. <laughs> well, you're
0: getting no signal for yeah, your phone, so that's that would, probably
2: where they hide the best Pokemon.
0: Probably. I mean, it's a historical monument, I'm assuming, at this point. or a (laughs) natural thing, so that's where they put all the good Pokemon.
2: Yeah.
0: Like Benson Grist Mill. I remember when that stupid game came out, there were so many people, Hey, uh, there's a Pokemon over by that big building. Can I go get it? No, we're talking to ghosts. (laughs) Can I go get it? It literally happened. They were just, I mean, friggin' midnight. We're out there ghost hunting at Benson Grist Mill, and people would be trying to come in with their Pokemon Go. Because... (laughs) I played it a little bit. Um, I'm not into Pokemon. I was just curious. but <laughs> Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I do know that like historical landmarks or like monuments and stuff. They put the like best that, Pokemon. They put the best Pokemon <laughs> of those. And Ben's smell being a monument or a landmark or whatever. I um, had good Pokemon there. <laughs> wow. So we always had we had so many people coming in wanting to know if they could go. So it, it would make sense that that's where the best place to Pokemon hunt is, is the forest. <laughs>
1: But going back to these strings that people would kind of tie themselves so they get lost in the forest, there are reports
2: that those strings have been deliberately cut right. by who knows what. Yeah, so other people just running around the forest cutting people's strings. Is or, it people? Is it, or was it exactly. could be the Yuri? Or is it
0: Yuri. Yuri? I don't know. I'm probably butchering that. So
2: besides the apparitions, they've been hearing screams. Yeah. And so I guess a reporter, or who was it? Somebody, a writer for the Japan Times where he was, he was in the forest and he heard a terrifying blood curling scream. So he went to investigate the source of the noise. And I'll read what it says. Um, he came across the dead body of a man at the base of a tree. A quick examination revealed that the corpse had been dead for some time and could not have been the source of the scream. But maybe it was his spirit.
0: Maybe. Mm-hmm. And up until like 1950, this Yuri was what was considered to be haunting the... The forest, um, and about the fifties is when um, it started to become known as what people know it as today, the suicide forest. Um, the reason for that is, well, actually, it was nineteen sixties, but there was, um, I think, part of the start of it. There was this book called I'm going to say this so wrong. It's Kurai Jukai, Kuri Jukai. Let me see. Right there, underlined. Oh
2: yeah.
0: Kuroi Jukai. Yeah, sure, that. Um, Roughly translated means the Black Sea of Trees. And it's a story where these two lovers end up going out into a forest. It doesn't specify, or I guess it does say Aoki They These two lovers go out in the forest and they commit suicide. And this book came out in the 60s. Um, They think that the 50s is actually when the suicides kind of started. And because of all the suicides that going on in this forest since the 50s, 60s, uh 70s this forest is actually the second most popular spot and i don't know if popular is the right word but this is where the second most amount of suicides in the world take place uh behind the golden gate bridge yeah uh-huh. golden gate bridge being the number one place in the world where people commit suicide i didn't know
1: it was number one i knew it was, it was a high amount but i didn't know it was number one interesting yeah it's number
0: one uh suicide forest. number two um uh-huh. in fact there's so many people that commit suicide it's been they they estimate at one point in time, you'd have about a hundred people a year committing wow. suicide in this forest. I think the record was actually in two thousand four. Uh, there was like something like a hundred and oh, hundred and four or something like that. Yeah, there I was mean, over. I mean, there was over a hundred confirmed suicides.
1: It makes me wonder if like they have officials whose only job is go. Retrieve bodies. So actually, you know? yes. Oh.
0: Since 1970, a small army of police, volunteers, and journalists have annually scoured oh. the area in search of bodies. Oh, of course, journalists. Uh, yeah, of course, <laughs> um, and podcasters, maybe <laughs> YouTubers. YouTubers. We'll get to the YouTuber yes. in a minute. Um, but yeah, they. Uh-huh. It's almost guaranteed they're going to find a body. Um, I know. Oh, 108 bodies in 2004. That's the record that wow. they've recovered in Damn. one year. Um, it got to the point where the Japanese government stopped releasing numbers. I think two thousand nine, two thousand ten, yeah. somewhere in there, they stopped releasing numbers of all the suicides that were going on in the forest because they didn't. They felt like it might be encouraging people yeah, like, to go and commit suicide, which is weird. Um, the The number one uh, way cause of death, I guess, if you will, in the forest is actually hanging. People hanging themselves, closely followed by drug overdose. Oh, huh. So, those are the two most common ways of people unaliving themselves in the forest. Hmm. Um, and I believe, I think you can go camping, but I do know that, like, if the police see you coming in there with camping gear, they will try to turn you around and tell you to go home. Usually, people that go camping in the forest are people that are undecided on whether or not they want to commit suicide. So, they're going uh. to spend time alone in the forest in isolation to make that decision. Um in the documentary I was watching, this this uh, geologist that had been visiting the forest for like twenty years, uh-huh. um, he was pointing out a car that had been abandoned in the parking lot for months. Oh, wow. you start to see the just all the the debris from trees falling yes, on top of it. Right. You just see it all being built up. Um, on this particular car, one of the side mirrors were actually broken off and was sitting on the hood of the car. Oh, so um, I there, we're like, oops, sorry. <laughs> pretty much. So, I mean, it, I guess it's not uncommon to just see abandoned cars in the parking lot. As you're coming into the forest, there's several signs uh, basically telling you to go home. Um, it, the, one of the signs does have the, the Japanese Suicide Prevention Hotline phone number on it. Um, I know one of the signs that say, you know, your life is a gift that was given to you by your parents. Consider your family and your children before you go into the forest. Um, there's several signs just throughout the entrance, right, I see that. uh, trying to deter people from, from taking their lives basically. Uh, because like I said, I mean, they, they, um, say they average about a hundred suicides a year in this forest. Yeah. Cause, and he said in a certain year they stopped
1: calculating, but up until that year, they I think they had figured it was around 500 deaths at that point. So, you know, there's been more since then. They just don't so, want to release those numbers.
0: 2010. Um, I think this is why they stopped. There was 247 attempted Holy suicides shit. in the forest with 54 confirmed successes. Wow. So only a quarter. Make like it. <laughs> but still, that's a, that's a crazy amount of people. So when you've got this yeah, much attempt, death going Attempts.
1: On, yeah, I mean, that's. when I mean, you got
0: this much. I mean, you can only imagine all the, the sorrow and the despair depression anxiety all these negative emotions that are being brought into the forest and then just kind of being left there true um, a lot of people say that the forest feels very surreal and like peaceful but that's kind of the odd part about it I guess that it kind of makes it eerie to pe- some people because this would be so quiet well, like I said earlier there's no wind the trees are so packed close together there's no wind there's hardly any animals so yeah it's it's super quiet in there hmm Um. The one, the geologist guy was actually. They found a tent out there, and according to him, if you're finding a tent out there that's been abandoned, chances are the body hasn't been found yet, because when they do find the bodies, the the volunteers and that they clear up all that stuff and they bring it back out. But along the trail and stuff, I guess you can find like abandoned shoes and all sorts of like debris, like even I believe they said even like bones or human remains. Oh, wow. Um, sometimes. Because they didn't get found because
1: it's yeah. so thick they can't probably find everybody. You have to have a huge team,
2: you know, combing through it. Well, imagine walking point. through there and not realizing you probably have bodies hanging above your head. Right. Because oh, yeah. you're looking at the trail not to lose track of the trail. Yeah. And then, you know, over time, just the bones caught falling off the oh, body.
0: Well, and you just got to realize how big this place is, too. 13 square miles. Uh-huh. I mean, that's that's huge.
1: Right. So there's a, there's a Buddhist monk that... And, they, and, the, and the monks have set up altars all throughout the forest to also try to, to deter what they believe are evil spirits in, in the forest because they think there are some. And uh, one of the Buddhist monks says, the spirits are calling people here to kill themselves. The spirits of the people who have already commu- committed suicide before. <clears throat> so this, this monk thinks that some of the people that have committed suicide are, are calling more people into the forest. That's his theory.
0: Well, that makes sense. Um, usually that if there is like negative energy, it's going to want to continue that cycle. Right. It's going to want to keep that going.
1: You know, I don't know, how, I don't know how many
2: altars are, are, are in this forest, but
0: I hear there's like tons of caves in this place too.
2: Oh, interesting. It sounds pretty interesting and cool to explore, but yeah. even if,
1: even if you just want to go on a hike. Sounds like a really cool place to go on a hike.
0: So it's definitely on like top five places that I want to visit in the world. Mm. Um, it has been in the top five for many, many years now. I think it's probably second to Bran Castle, which is uh, oh, yeah. Dracula's castle, Vlad the Impaler's castle. So in this forest, it seems like the most common things that are happening, other
1: like paranormal anyway, are people seeing like spirits moving throughout the trees and forests, and then like just random screams are, are are happening in the forest. That kind of what you guys are getting from it,
0: pretty much. Yeah, I mean I think too like I don't know most people if they see a spirit. Uh, In America, anyways, um, depending on who you are. Most people I know would probably run from it, but I know a lot of people that have tried to track it down. And if you're running in the forest after. Right. I mean, like even on the uh, the haunted places episode, they did like a little short story about this situation Uh where these two guys are going through the forest and they hear the scream. And so they're running to see if someone needs help. And the it's basically the scream is just causing them to get separated and get lost in the forest. And in the mm. story, it's I don't know how much truth is to this because, I mean, they do, this particular podcast is more of a story type, but they do put in facts as well. Um, but the guy, like, gets back to the hotel and he's telling him, like, this monk let him out of the forest and the lady at the counter was just looking at him like he was crazy. And she's like, there's no monks working in the forest today. Oh, huh. So, Interesting. so it is impossible. It's entirely possible there could be monks in there trying to help people, help people are, yeah. as well. But I don't know for sure. Or someone's working overtime. Someone's working overtime. <laughs> uh, Interesting. But yeah, that's. Um,
2: I'd want to go. I definitely need to check it out.
0: I won't go just for a hike. I I, would, I think it would be fun to hike through. Do you know who you, else thought probably be none fun of our, our equipment would even work in there, right? Probably. Well, the camera. I think the all... the millimeter. Yeah, was, yeah. Any, you know, EMF. Because the Meter is just EMF.
1: Well, then they work even better because there's no underground wires electricity exactly right. so they even be more accurate
0: the millimeter emf meter um, Cause they should
2: for no reason go off right oh were you going to talk about the youtuber
0: yeah i was gonna say speaking of people who like to go on hikes uh 2017 2018 uh, end of 17 beginning of 18 um i keep calling him luke paul i know that's not his logan. name it's logan paul yeah um this guy is 100 percent grade a douchebag um, I do no not argument. like, I do not like anything I've ever seen this guy do. Some um, of his
1: vines were funny. Remember, he's... remember vine guys? No.
2: <laughs> I do. Should i I'm, I never watched, I watched like clips.
0: <laughs> so this guy, uh-huh. famous, I guess, YouTube blogger, vlogger, whatever you want to call him. Him and his buddies decided to go to Aoki Gohora and film. And, you know, that's something that I would want to do myself as well for the paranormal aspect. Um, they claim they were there for the haunted aspect of the forest. While they were there, they happened to come across uh, someone who had hung themselves. And it looks fairly recent. Yeah, so there's in their video, there's literally somebody hanging from a tree. So this video was posted to YouTube and shortly taken down after the huge amounts of backlash this douchebag got. Um I did find the video. You, if you can look, find it if you want. I wouldn't recommend going and finding it if you're squeamish. Um, I showed it to these guys for the sake of the podcast. I found it and showed it to them so they could, so we could talk about this. And the 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 guy, like him and his crew, when they found the guy, not only did they they film it, they went up and they got real close to him to where they were actually like touching it, and they yeah. got. They didn't, they didn't blur out the guy's face or anything. They're posting, this is someone's loved one, Right. you know, this is someone's family member, someone's husband, someone's dad, someone's son, someone's brother, you know, it, he could be any of those things, if not all of those things. Right. And they've got the camera like right up on this guy's face and they post this shit all over YouTube and they do start out with, you know, taking suicide very seriously, um, recommending people if they're feeling like they want to take their own life to reach out, to get help, talk to them, talk to anybody. Um, and they, they weren't, at first, weren't, like, making fun of the situation. Right. And I I kind of, like, in my opinion, if I had come across that, I would probably stop filming. Yes. You know, and if I did keep filming that, I would not ever post anything like that. I'd probably show it to the authorities so they can, like, find the... Right. Know, and they, they did call the authorities. They did call the police to come and, and, you know, they reported the body. But if I had any video evidence of that, I'd probably destroy it. I probably wouldn't... I wouldn't show it to anybody outside of the people that had already seen it. But I'm not going to send it to them. And, like, that shit's just getting... It's, Were they
2: live streaming? Or was it just they they recorded it re- He records later. and then posted it.
0: So he, so recorded he knew what it. he was doing. Yeah. 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 He recorded and posted it later. So... That was only the small part of the problem. Like that up did upset a lot of people that, that he got in close on the 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 face and all that. And I remembered when this happened. Like I I remember, I remember it. being in the news and everything. Yeah. Um, what really pissed people off and I don't know if this was just like a coping mechanism cuz he wasn't fully comprehending like you just stumbled across a dead body. Yes. Like how would you guys feel? Like what would what would you feel if you uh, were out on a hike say going up Mount Olympus here in Utah? And you saw some, someone that had, like, fallen and, and, and died.
2: I'd be pretty rattled by it. Yeah, I'd be... I mean, it's it's those moments where, it's like, oh, shit just got real. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of those moments, and it's like, okay, you got to, like, get into a different type of mindset yes. and, like, do something.
0: So, I'm assuming he was in a different mindset. Obviously not in the right mindset, because, of course, at the first they went and started filming it. But then it's when he started laughing and kind of making fun of the situation. Yeah. That's what really pissed people off, and rightfully so.
1: Right, I can't remember exactly what he said. Um, I don't even remember. It was something like, "We gotta get out of here," but not this guy. I don't remember something on something Some on those lines. Shit yeah. Like that. And I get it. Like your whole career has been based on making people laugh and making funny jokes, and so it's kind of like you feel like you're on, even though even though the camera's still on you. So you, I think there's a moment where he kind of still feels like he's on. It was just in very poor taste. Yeah, I mean. But I do think it was like a coping mechanism. It was like when people tell you something and you're like, ha, 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 ha crazy. Like, like, it's, it's kind, just, kind of like, like that, right? Like, like someone
0: tells you this story and you're just like, it's like you don't know how to respond. Yeah. But, I mean, to me that would make more sense if that was like the initial response. Uh-huh. But they went and filmed the guy first. And then right. that's what, I, I'm. it might have been him trying to process it after the fact. But still, like, if you do stupid shit like that, and you're filming it don't show the world
1: uh-huh.
0: i'm like first off don't do that right they should have turned the cameras off and recorded exactly. immediately that should have been the end of it they should have never have filmed the guy yeah let alone post it to the internet uh-huh and like if i remember correctly like he didn't ever feel bad about filming filming the guy I, he only took it down because not because he felt bad for what he did it's, it's the backlash it was the backlash he took it down yeah. because of the public's reaction I mean, this is why I said when I first started talking about this guy, like, ultimate douchebag.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, he is. He's always been his whole career. After (laughs) his football career failed, he's been kind of being famous from douchebaggery. Yeah, when he got too old for Nickelodeon. No, you're
2: thinking of his brother. Oh, aren't they both from that? No. Oh, I thought they were both that.
0: Uh, I've never even heard of him before this. Well,
2: I know. I didn't hear about him until they were already, like, YouTubers. And then this, I would thought they were both like Nickelodeon kids. This
0: particular video that we're talking about here was on that, Nickelodeon. Excuse was me. <laughs> was on Nickelodeon. No. That's the first time I ever heard of this guy. <laughs> oh but yeah. That's the first time I ever heard of this guy and I'm like it this guy was the first time I heard about bag. him
2: and then they I when I'd say I'd seen him and then I recognized him from other like those vine clips. And I remember seeing stuff where he like flew uh, a little person in a suitcase. I never saw any of yeah, yeah, there's like th- these old vines and he stuffed a little person in a suitcase and flew him to, I think they went to Japan. Or no, France. I think they went to France or something.
0: Don't but... support this guy. <laughs> Don't, I know we're well, talking he's, about He's boxing
1: him. now. He's he's in, well, he ain't, actually he's a podcaster now. He's Well, a he podcaster. was still
0: making videos. The last time I heard anything from oh, he was uh, when there was the riots going on across the whole country because of an uh, uh, incident that occurred. Oh, almost two years ago mm-hmm. this month actually oh, um yeah. that caused a lot of riots throughout the whole country um <clears throat> he was involved in uh like a mall looting <laughs> and he filmed it of course because that's what he does
2: no i think that was the brother
0: no this is logan
2: oh was, it? was oh. It, is his name logan, logan. Yeah. i keep
0: wanting to say luke but it's logan don't look look up luke paul that's probably not going to give you this guy and not give him support <laughs> um yeah i don't like this guy I, I just, F this guy. Yeah,
2: just, he's say, not it. just say he is not it like a man.
0: fan. <laughs> he is not a fan of the EVP podcast. I'll tell you that right now. If he was, we would kick him off. Boy, we <laughs> of, are you mad? Shun, oh boy, we kick <laughs> him off our yacht. <laughs> shun the non business. No haunted for you. He's
2: not getting a ticket for this ghost yacht. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: We don't want your business, sir. <laughs> no.
2: Now I'm thinking
1: about these these uh, authorities, these officials, these volunteers that go in like. Uh, I wonder what they're
2: experiencing cuz that's that's going to be heavy stuff, you know. You're finding I'm somebody sure they have to like talk to a counselor after so yeah, many Yeah, cuz I think
1: you, you, it's very depressing and in this forest where it's very dark, it's gloomy and and yeah, like I cuz it's too like much. a different
2: circumstance dealing with dead bodies when it's like th- coming across dead bodies that you're not prepared for and like uh, like a, oh, cor- or like so. a coroner okay, coming to yeah. a, you know, or like you're a right. Um, well, you know, because so, like someone's job dealing with dead bodies, like, you, you know, the, like a mortician, you, you or sure a coroner. Expect to do that, yeah, yeah you, you expect to come up on dead bodies and you know what you're dealing with. That's true. Well, the
0: geologist in the, the documentary I was watching, he's been going in the forest for 20 years. He's obviously not going in looking for dead bodies. Um, he's a geologist. But he said in his 20 year span or 20 plus year span that he's been doing this, he personally has come across over 100 dead bodies.
2: That would suck. Mm-hmm. So It's
0: just, like, the only person I'm sure I...
2: am sure he desensitizes after a while.
0: I'm sure he does. And the only person, like, I can think that that I know that might be able to comprehend this better than most of us would be our friend Lurch that was on one of our earlier episodes who was a funeral director at one point. So he was around a lot of dead bodies.
2: Right. Yeah, but, yeah. But he, I mean... I, I don't but know if he's expecting get, it you know he, he's, he's expecting, expecting it but
0: I don't know that I mean I'd have to ask him but I don't know if you ever get used to it
1: hmm
2: yeah, I don't know I, I don't think there would be a, like a mental thing that would like start messing you know like messing with you after all like the, coming across dead bodies unexpectedly would you know cuz if you're a funeral director you know what you're coming into yeah <laughs> very true yeah
1: people were like i'm tired of hiking here every time i come here there's a dead body <laughs> cannot deal with this anymore you know a sociopath
2: would just be like another one
1: <laughs> another so,
2: one yeah. yeah true
1: yeah well that would be yeah i don't know how i'd feel if i were cry. i mean i guess if i was in this particular forest i guess i wouldn't be too surprised but in the in yeah. random forest i think i'd be it catch me off guard i wouldn't know how to react definitely cool. got called authorities and
0: i know for sure like i sometimes film our investigations i if i had that video footage it would have been deleted it would have been gone before i even got home yeah like that's not something it's not funny it's not something to joke around. well i think
2: at this point knowing what this forest is about if you go in there you might go in there knowing okay i might see a dead body today
0: right but yeah and it's it would probably still be surreal and kind of a surprise at the same time And like I said, if I had video footage of it, I'm not sharing it. It's it's going away. Yeah, exactly. Which is what he should have done in my opinion. But you know, when you're wanting to be famous and whatever, stupid people
2: Should start commenting on his uh, YouTube stuff and say, never forget Aoki Gahara.
0: <laughs> I'll be able to with that.
2: Now go listen to the EVP podcast. Post our, <laughs> post all, our link. Listen,
1: to link the to comments EVP. of all of his videos.
0: <laughs> listen to us trash Logan Paul. F this guy. <laughs> First to name that the episode. F Logan Paul. <laughs> That's not what we're going to call But it. there's
1: definitely... Um, but this is haunted. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, the suicides is the is the dead getaway. I don't, I don't know about the the senicides. I don't know if that really
2: happened in this forest. Yeah, I think it's that's just, just like a general like happened close to your house. Yeah,
1: but I mean, but it, I mean, it could have happened in this forest. But you know, that is more, and, I, and I'm assuming it's more of a peaceful thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's more out of love and respect. I'm assuming. I don't know the whole, uh, you know, the whole. You're giving them a final off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the suicide. I can definitely see great that. Because obviously, like like Beaker was saying earlier, they go in with uh, a mindset. They go in with a thought process. They go in with a, a very high intent. And there's probably some type of energy involved with that. And obviously, as they um, fulfill what they were going to do, it, it's definitely going to leave something behind. You know, it's going to leave something behind. And I, and I don't know. I mean, this just kind of stirred up my thought process right now. You know. You leave your spirit, and with the with like we were talking about how we we we, they're kind of sandwiched between this canopy of trees and this lava rock bed. I mean, are spirits like unable to go through portals? Are they unable to to move around? Maybe maybe they're kind of maybe they're almost a little trapped. Maybe I just started thinking that just they could just be
2: lost just in the forest.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, so these spirits are maybe just like just kind of like wandering through. Like, I kind of don't know where to go here. This is a really thick forest. And yeah, there's probably I don't a lot really, of it. I don't really know what, what happened to me now, right? Because it's almost maybe like, a, I, again, we've never died, so we don't know. But I'm, I'm just kind of thinking right now, as I'm getting the, these emotions like hitting me. Like it's just like you almost wake, wake up from a dream. You're like, okay, where am I? How do I get out of here? Like I, I just for some reason, I'm feeling a spirit feeling that way.
0: Yeah, that would make sense.
1: Because, like, they, they're, they're, their body just committed suicide. And it feels like they just kind of woke from from a dream, like, wait, where am I? How am I here? How do I get out of here? It's kind of what I'm just kind of, like, feeling right now.
0: Well, it's the, the other thing I was thinking, because um, you know how I said uh, the feeling that people get in there is quarter, kind of, like, a surreal, like, peaceful mm-hmm. feeling. And not so much, like, the despair, like, the the negative feelings that would drive someone to commit suicide. Right. Um, from what I've heard, and obviously I don't know this to be fact because I've never gotten that close to wanting to do it. Um, but they say that a person that is a commit suicide, they're, they're happiest right before they do it because they know that once they've made that decision, they're going to follow through with it. Uh-huh. they, they're happy because they know that their suffering is going to end. Right. And I don't know for sure. I'm not going to, I'm definitely not recommending that anyone go try it. Yeah. Um, you know, if for some reason you're struggling with shit, email us, evp.pod at gmail.com. Um, I, the emails come straight to my phone. And if it's something that, they, like, if you put in the subject title SOS, I will get right back to you instantly. Um, but, you know, or reach out to family member, friends, you know, or there's the suicide hotline. You can find it on Google. Um,
1: yeah, uh, I actually pulled it up. It's 1-800-273-8255. You can put that in the description yeah
0: like if you're feeling this please reach out to somebody Mm -hmm. um but you know like i said the the rumor is that people are happiest right before they do it so if if they're happy when they die it would kind of leave that kind of peaceful surreal feeling would make sense to me anyways my what from what
2: i've heard of most people that are trying to start regretting it as it's happening and they're like oh shit i didn't want this to happen like oh i didn't mean for i didn't want to do that and they're almost in a panic state as it's happening.
0: Um, I have heard that too. I had a friend that he was trying to hang himself, and it was actually the same friend that I saw playing with a Ouija board. Um, but he said he had the same thing. Like as he was doing that, he's just like, you know, said to himself, "What the f- are you doing?"
2: Yeah. So that's so I, that from makes what sense I've heard, too. yeah. Is that there's a lot of like panicking, like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! I didn't mean to do this!" And oh shit, it's happening. You know, and it's too so, late. I, yeah,
0: I just don't know, like. Or they're I able to stop. I don't want to, to find, stop it, to stop find it. That either.
2: Right. Yeah, and then when they if they're able to stop it, they're more like, "Oh shit, I'm glad this was stopped. This was, you know, I didn't want this to happen." And, yeah. you know, and then they go seek help.
1: You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm someone of an empath. Like I, I feel things, and I had a I had a really close friend of mine who hung himself in a wooded area by his by his apartments, and uh, this was in our late twenties, and. Like right now, I just kind of put myself in that position, and uh, like I, I can, I can actually almost kind of see a, a spirit kind of coming up and looking at their body. Like, what have I just done? And they're they are quiet, and they are they are serene, and they are at peace. But they're also kind of like scared. Like, what do I do now? Like, w- w- I don't know how to get out of this forest.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I'm kind of freaky. Hmm. So yeah, yeah interesting. So this this
1: this
2: this forest is very a very interesting forest. We should go check it out. We should like I don't
0: even I don't even know if I want to investigate. I think I just want to kind of yeah, like just to check it out. A, go hike, just go hide. That's what I'm a
1: saying. Walk. Yeah. Go. Don't leave the trail though. <laughs> like I, I I kind of sense from this forest that it's it's very quiet, very peaceful, but also very heavy. Like it, like it feels
2: heavy. Like any time I've seen stuff from it, like video, it always looks like it's like foggy.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Hey, which is probably, you know, due to the high altitude. and Probably the clouds are also stuck there. like the clouds Well, are, just the humidity the, gets the, trapped. The, the clouds' humidity go in the force. like, wait, how do I get out of here now? <laughs> <laughs> yep, the clouds get trapped.
2: They're going, shit, out 13 miles of this shit. Which well, definitely
1: could add to the spook factor because you might see maybe a gleam of light come through and you think, oh, that was that was a spirit just walked by. That could also kind of play with the eyes and the mind a little bit as well
0: i'm saying foggy forest that makes for a good horror or movie yeah mm-hmm. good horrors like that Things yeah
2: have, good
0: horror horrors <laughs> Horror horrors because i always say it horror and everyone thinks i'm saying horror movie um, <laughs> stop watching all those horror movies <laughs> i know there's some movies that were loosely based on it i don't know yeah
2: there's just like Running, playing off the whole Haunted, haunted yeah. Forest. But, but it's very no, foggy, those movies. Yep, they but are very very, very, very foggy. foggy. Oh,
0: 2015 movie, The Sea of Trees with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, uh-huh, there you all go. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, Ken Wantabe. Watanabe. Watanabe. Come on. <laughs> He's open, okay. I don't, Ken, is, Ken is an amazing actor. I don't know who that is. I, I have ever saw his picture, you'd know. Probably. Uh, and Naomi Watts. She's also in it. Um, And then there's a 2016 movie called The Forest.
2: Yeah, that's... uh,
0: Those are loosely based on that. Um, I've
2: actually never heard of The Sea of
0: Trees. I haven't either. But it's got two big names in it. See, you
2: know Ken Watanabe.
0: Oh, yeah. I think... Wasn't he in, like... A lot um, of
2: things. A lot. A lot of things. Anything that America makes with Japanese actors, he's in it. (laughs) Yes.
0: I'm pretty sure he was in The Wolverine.
2: I guarantee Very he possible. was in The Wolverine. He's been in a lot of movies. He's great. Yeah. Great actor. Like, I'll repeat
0: what I said anytime. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right.
1: Interesting. Yeah. the, the Suicide Forest, the uh, Yoki Gahara That was.
2: Oh,
0: he was in Godzilla in 2014. Of course. Transformers.
2: <laughs> Probably the Japan part.
0: <laughs> Batman begins. When, oh, he, when he went okay. to Japan
1: when he learned when he learned how to be a samurai. Yeah. Well no,
0: so he was Ghoul's decoy. So yeah. he was the one that was pretending to be Raza Ghul. So yeah. Samurai stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, that's kind of typecasting. He's Stupid very typecasting. Yes. But he's was. great.
2: He's great at what he does. Yes. He he's great at he being Japanese. He, he knows how to be Japanese he's he's more than any and American. He sticks in
0: it. It's <laughs> amazing. He knows how to be his culture.
2: Exactly. That's why he's the guy. Oh, there's a Japanese part. I know a guy. <laughs> all well, right, let's call that an episode. Let's go get some spooks on, yeah. All right, all right, everybody. Don't you don't play that. Peace out, butterflies.
0: Harry Carey Harrison,
2: goodbye. <laughs>